The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday during Holiday Madness. I hope everybody's having a happy and safe and um, fulfilling holiday season. Today we have with us Jacob Stein, who is my next door office, my next door office neighbor friend, um, and asset protection attorney extraordinaire. Welcome, Jacob. Thank you, Cindy. Great to be on your program. It's great to have you, darling. It's great to have you. Um, and you had, and you also are the master of great events. You had one last night. How did it go? Well, we hosted a networking group at our house, and actually it went really well. You know, everyone had a really good time. Everyone had enough to drink and to eat to make them happy, and uh, socialized and uh, did not talk about business once. Which uh, not talk about business once? Well, that's fantastic. Well, you have a beautiful house with a lot of distractions and a lot of, you know, great love to give, so I'm sure that it went tremendously well because you are a Renaissance man that manages to do everything. And one of the things that we're going to talk about on the show is a little bit about asset protection so that the listeners can know what you do. And then we're going to talk about your journey through navigating in social media platform worlds, and, um, you know, I have great admiration for the fact that you are the great experimenter. You fear nothing, and you will do almost anything that you can do to pick up a stone and see what's under it to see how you can benefit your business through many different marketing platforms, and that's very, very admirable. But let's first talk about what you do. Let's talk a little bit about what asset protection really is. Oh, my favorite subject. How I did you know. know? <laughs> well, let's talk very briefly about asset protection so we do not bore your listeners to tears. <laughs> but asset protection is an area of law, much like bankruptcy is an area of law, or corporate is an area of law. But asset protection focuses on shielding your wealth, on shielding your assets, from claims of creditors, from claims of plaintiffs, from claims of anyone else in the world who may want to come and take your assets from you. So we set up all these cool, exotic, exoteric structures to shield your assets. And, you know, in this economy, this is probably one of the hottest areas of the law. You know, when the economy goes down, businesses are not doing well, the real estate investments are not doing well, Ponzi schemes popping up all over the place. People find themselves in adverse financial situations. I have lots of clients, for example, who purchased real estate in Florida, in Utah, in Nevada, and now they find that these properties that they bought, let's say, for a million dollars are worth something like $200,000. 
and they're significantly upside down on their mortgages. And a lot of these people obviously want to walk away from these mortgages, and they find out that states like Florida or states like Nevada allow the bank to file a lawsuit for the deficiency on the mortgage, obtain a judgment against our client, and with that judgment come to California and go after my client's house, go after my client's bank account and investment account and all of the assets that the client has here in California, something that no one realized when they were buying real estate in Florida, much like they did not realize that real estate can go down, not just up. That's a different story. Uh, We represent a lot of real estate developers, real estate investors who borrowed money from a bank to, let's say, pursue a real estate development deal. They signed a personal guarantee, and now the project is upside down. They cannot complete it. They cannot sell it, and the bank is calling on that personal guarantee. And again, all of their personal assets are on the line. Um, So we try the best that we can to help these people protect their home, protect their investments, protect their professional practices, their businesses, whatever else they may have that they want to protect from uh, the bad guys, quote-unquote. Well, then you're a knight in shining armor for a lot of people. And actually, Jacob, you don't make it seem that boring. You make it seem very interesting. And I guess that's why you have a lot of people in your office. I have to say that in this economy and having the pleasure of working right next door to you, you have a lot of traffic. So, I mean, even the people that come through the door, <laughs> obviously there are a lot of people who um, who at least are smart about finding solutions to this detrimental economy because there are some. And, you know, people might not think right away that an asset protection attorney is a person to call. Well, you know, it's interesting that you make this point because for us the struggle in our business is a little bit different than for most other professionals. You know, for most other professionals, whether you're an accountant or an attorney or whoever else, you're competing against other people who can do what you do and possibly do it quite as well. In asset protection, that's really not the struggle because there are really not that many people across the nation who do asset protection planning or at least can do it well. You know, attorneys who specialize in this area of law. There are literally like a dozen people across the country who who practice in this area. It's a very niche practice area. And the challenge for us is not competing against these other attorneys because there's just not that many of them. The challenge is getting the word out that this is possible, this, you know, practice area of the law exists, and you can do all of these things to... Uh, protect your assets to place yourself into a better negotiating position. So for us, the struggle has always been, how do we get the word out that this exists, that there are people who do this for a living, that people who can do this well, they're not some sort of fly-by-night promoters, and, you know, you can get a good result uh, protecting your assets. So it's all about getting the word out to the public that this is possible, that this exists. Right. Well, it's getting it out to the public and getting it out business to business to other lawyers and accountant types that can, you know, help, you know, define your customer base and refer people over to you as well. And one of the things that you do offline extremely well, Kluger and Stein does it extremely well, is um, seminars. And you get booked quite a bit 
in talking to business-to-business types about what you do? You know, I would venture to guess that I'm the most (laughs) outspoken attorney in California. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if there's any way to measure it, but this year alone, in 2010, I will end up teaching over 60 seminars. That's six zero. Uh, a lot of these are full day programs. You know, they run from eight in the morning till five in the evening. Uh, some of them are shorter. You know, one or two hour programs. Like, for example, actually later today, I'm teaching a nationwide webinar uh, for a very large company called Thomson Reuters uh, on asset protection, and it will be just a two hour webinar. But I teach a lot. My partner teaches a lot, and we have found that sharing our knowledge you know, sort of an, in an academic setting with other attorneys, with accountants and insurance professionals, bankers, CFOs of companies and so forth, is a great way to market our practice and also to do something good because, again, not a lot of people know about this practice area. So educating the public at large is very, very beneficial for them and obviously in the, at the end of the day for us as well. Right, no, and I think that's true, and your partner, Bob Kluger, wrote a book, and what is it called? Bob wrote a book that is surprisingly called Asset Protection Planning. Yeah, it's an original name, but, you know, what you see is what you get, right? That's right, listen, because, again, it's something that most people have not heard of. You have to keep it simple. Well, you know, know, again, as we talk through this show, you know, sometimes you say to me, you're a lawyer first, and... You know, marketing is sort of secondary to what you do, but you are very motivated by it. I know that you get busy with the job, but you seem to be very enthusiastic and open to various channels in how to get the word out about your business. And I know that only recently you've become enamored by Facebook. Do you want to talk about what you've learned and what's surprising and what was the aha moment and how this might be beneficial to getting the word out about asset protection in Kluger and Stein? Well, you know, it, it all started so innocuously. It started with a simple brochure websites, much like most other law firms start out, where you just want to look credible. You know, everyone is getting a website, so we should get a website. And, of course, that was many years ago now. But, you know, we get this website, and we put some information on the website, and we're trying to figure out how it works. And, you know, a few months go by and someone calls us and we say, well, who referred you to us? And they go, no one. Well, how did you find us? Well, we saw your website. And that was kind of the first aha moment. People can find you on the Internet. Now we take it kind of for granted, but, you know, for professionals especially, that was a big aha moment that you can find clients and quality clients, wealthy clients through the Internet. So when that happens, when that happened, uh, we decided to, you know, pay some more attention to the Internet, to marketing on the Internet, and we started developing a really good, a very substantive, a very in-depth website on asset protection. And this is now probably this website gets more traffic than any other asset protection website because there is just a ton, ton of knowledge, ton of information on this website. The website is called Maximum assetprotection.com and you will find on those websites dozens of different asset protection structures that we commonly use that we've diagrammed out that we explain uh, explain on the website how they work when they work 
There are all kinds of in-depth white papers on asset protection on the website, our books, all our published articles, schedules of upcoming seminars, video podcasts. And I cannot tell you how many people call me now who found our website and say, I have spent several hours, several hours watching your podcasts on your website. And these are podcasts, video podcasts of seminars that I taught that someone happened to tape, usually uh, the organization putting on the seminar, and they're kind enough to share the videotape with us. We put it, obviously, on the Internet right away. It's on YouTube. It's on our website. You know, people want information. They are trying to learn. And what this website became is a learning tool for them. They learn about asset protection. They read. And that allows them, first of all, to make an informed decision about who do we want to represent us for asset protection planning. Do we want some promoter who is pushing a product, or do we want an attorney who can actually custom tailor a structure for us? And, you know, after a few years, the website became a so what. Eh, Everyone has a website. Everyone gets some traffic off the Internet. How can we push it further? How do we market this website so that there is even more traffic to this website? You know, make it even more relevant. Well, let me. Okay, Jacob. Let me. Let's go back to Facebook um, when we come back after this commercial, because you gave a wonderful lead up to it in your experiences with the web and SEO and your feedback. Um, after this commercial break, Jacob will tell everybody about his Facebook discovery and experiences. So stand by and don't go away. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. 
Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, and we're with Asset Protection Attorney Jacob Stein, MaximumAssetProtection.com, and Jacob was talking about his experience with the Internet and building a website for the Kluger and Stein Law Practice and how the response to the information on the website has um, really been quite surprising because there's so so many tools and so many archives and so many opportunities to store and relay information and also interact about that information, whether it's an article or a white paper or um, a seminar that Jacob may have given that's a podcast on YouTube, you could have a whole Kluger and Stein um, maximum, maximum asset protection um, television channel on YouTube because they do so much in terms of seminars. And, Jacob, you were going to talk about how that led you to think about other um, web platforms or social media platforms like Facebook. Correct. And what got us really into social media is the fact that we have a successful website, successful in the sense that we get traffic to it. When people come to the website, they like what they see, all this information on the website, and it actually leads them to call us for a consultation on asset protection. That's the goal of every website like that, right? You want to convert that traffic into uh, prospective sales calls. Problem with getting the traffic is that you need to do one of two things to get the traffic to your website. You either need to be very highly ranked on Google under the natural search results, which means you need to do SEO work on the website, or you need to pay Google to be in the AdWords, do the AdWords uh, campaign. Either option is fairly expensive. You know, the AdWords budget can be very, very expensive. really depends on how much your keywords cost. Doing SEO work on the website, first of all, is very time-consuming. This is not something that happens overnight. It took us years, literally, to get where we are for our keywords. And it's, you know, you need to have a really talented web developer uh, working for you. Have a lot of content on the website. So one of those two things need to happen, and maybe even both. And then you get the traffic to the website, and that generates the calls. So that's expensive. So we started exploring other ways of how we can reach out on the Internet, make our website more visible, more relevant, get more traffic to it without having to pay a lot of money for it. 
And my friend, Cindy Rakovitz, mm-hmm. said to me, well, have you considered social media advertising or using social media to promote your website? And I said, what is social media? Yeah. Well, this was a while ago, Jacob. This was, <laughs> this was not something that just happened yesterday. <laughs> It did not happen yesterday. I think it was sometime last week, right? Uh, <laughs> well, well, it I, happened uh, yeah. some time ago, but not, really not that long ago. You know, not being a college student, I really did not know what Facebook is. Uh, or, you know, I've heard of Twitter, but I had no idea what it is to tweet and why it would be relevant for me and not just simply time-consuming. Um, but... As you said earlier, listen, I'm willing to try. If there is a possibility that doing something will improve our business, improve our, you know, revenues, our profit margin, what have you, I'm willing to try it. And this was, you know, trying something that does not involve a large investment of money, does not involve a large investment of time. So what I started off with is I got a few books on social media marketing, and I just went on Amazon, and I looked at, you know, what are the most popular books on social media marketing, and and there's a book called something like The Zen of Social Media Marketing and a couple others. I read those books in about a day. They're actually all fairly short, easy-to-read books where they try to regurgitate the same idea over and over again on, you know, 200 pages. Um, And basically the book said, Get out there, you know, get on Facebook, get on Twitter. You do not need to be a college student to benefit uh, from these websites. Facebook has 500 million users or so. Well, And growing. Said, I'm sorry? And growing. And growing. Well, we're all growing. Um, 500 million users. Obviously, of these 500 million users, not all the users are useful to any given business, right? If the users happen to be in India, that's not my target market. But there are, you know, millions of users in the United States alone. And while the demographic for now may be somewhat skewed toward younger people, let's say college-age kids or so, uh, that is changing. There are more and more people in the 30, 40, 50 age, uh, you know, year-old category that are switching to social media marketing, and you want to get on these social media websites before your competitors do and establish a good, large presence, get a following on these websites before your competitors do. And, of course, when I got on Facebook, I thought I was, you know, the first asset protection guy on there, and then I ran a search, and I found out that, no, pretty much all of my competitors are already on Facebook, and most of my competitors have Twitter accounts, and, most of my competitors are on LinkedIn. So for us, it was not enough to simply have a Facebook fan page or to get on Twitter or LinkedIn. We had to really kind of step it up a notch to uh, jump ahead of the competitors. And what we ended up doing is something that's actually, I think, is very interesting. I, I, was, uh, I was really fascinated by this process. We went on a website called Elance, and this is a very popular website. A lot of people use it. Elance allows you to hire someone to do a job, any sort of a job. You can hire a lawyer through Elance. You can hire a web developer, a translator, a writer. I mean, anyone and anything imaginable. 
And there are people on ELANs that provide these services that are anywhere and everywhere in the world, and they will bid for your project. You put a project on ELANs, and you say, I want someone to write a book for me that I will publish under my name. And you will get several dozen proposals from writers located, again, you know, in random places around the globe, and they will say, to write this book, given the criteria given, this is how much money I would require. You look at their reviews, you look at the other jobs they've done in the past, what prior clients have said about them, and you hire one of these people, and they do the work. So we hired someone through Elance, a web developer, to design a Facebook fan page for us. And they did actually an incredible job. They really, really exceeded my um, expectations. You know, it looks really, really good, and you could go onto Facebook and search for it, and I think that everybody will be very, very impressed. It's Facebook Asset Protection Law. And, um, yeah, it looks pretty stunning. But go ahead, continue. Um, I, was, I was very impressed uh, with the work that they did, and it was very inexpensive uh, compared to what, you know, local web developers here in Los Angeles uh, could have done this for. Um, so now we have this wonderful fan page on Facebook. How do we find people who are interested in asset protection on, on you know, Facebook or any of these social media websites? How do we find people who are interested uh, in us in general? Um, that was kind of the next obstacle. You got a lot of information on the fan page, a lot of content. Again, all these videos and white papers and articles and <laughs> diagrams of structures and so forth. You know, a lot of the stuff that we have um, on the website. So how do we now get the Facebook traffic uh, to our fan page? And this is kind of the challenge that we are working on now. Uh, we have a lot of connections on Facebook. We find a lot of people that we do business with, uh, our clients who are on Facebook and who are now fans of this page. We have right now a little bit over a 1,000 people following this page. Um, Facebook allows you to advertise. So, for example, uh, as an asset protection attorney, I can put a little uh, ad on Facebook and say, hey, we are asset protection attorneys, and anyone on Facebook who in some way expresses that they have an interest in asset protection in any of their posts, in the description on their profile, in any of the communications that they have with their you know, friends on Facebook, that ad will pop up. You know, Facebook has kind of a very intuitive uh, advertising system. But again, if you are paying for an ad, how is that different than paying for an ad on Google AdWords? So what we decided to pursue is kind of a more organic approach with uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, and that is to generate a fan base simply through hard work. And you do that by creating quality posts, writing on your wall on Facebook, tweeting, putting uh, you know messages on LinkedIn, joining various discussion groups, uh, linking your blog to all of these uh, social media websites, which is actually very easy to do. You can, they all accept RSS feeds. And, you know, we write a lot. We do a lot of substantive writing 
on the subject of asset protection and on some related areas like estate tax or income tax planning. And, you know, people see these substantive topics where they know they can learn something, that it's timely information, it's, it's up to the minute, interesting ideas. Sometimes we will share some interesting client stories that we were just engaged in, and we really do have some, you know, fairly exotic client stories to tell. Um, and people like it. So, you know, they follow us, they tell their friends about it. When we send them a friend request, uh, they accept it. So we did not simply set up a Facebook fan page like so, so many people do and just left it sitting there hoping that somehow people will come and look at it. It doesn't work that way. People want interaction. They want fresh content. They want to know that you are there and you will respond to them. And you have to interact with your followers because uh, some of them are, let's say, a lot of my followers, well, the vast majority of my followers are attorneys from across the United States who are also trying to promote their practices, which means that if they come and look and comment on your fan page, you should reciprocate, and you should look at what they do and see if there's a way you guys can do business together. Um, so because of that, doing social media marketing really is time-involving. You know, every morning when I come into work, I will spend about 20 to 30 minutes, first thing I do, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, update, write something, see what other people wrote, you know, respond, try to keep it as fresh as possible. And it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. A lot. And we have to take lot. a quick commercial break, Jacob. Okay. Hold that thought. Come back in a minute. Don't go away. More with Jacob Stein in just a minute. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At BR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. BR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of BR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. BR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling. 
whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, everybody, with Jacob Stein, Asset Protection Attorney. Jacob, I have to tell the listeners that in the last segment, you really articulated um, the evolution of your knowledge and your discoveries and your exploration with social media and Facebook in a very clear, articulate way. I think one of the things that really discouraged people are... Some social media evangelists make it seem a little bit more complicated, and I don't know if that's arrogance or if they're protecting their area of expertise or they're just um, younger and cockier. But in the last segment, you really um, you really explained so logically um, your experimentation and trials and tribulations of playing with social media and experimenting with it in a marketing way, and really discovering that it's um, a lot more credible and probably less expensive to build relationships that are organic and communicate with people just like you're having an offline seminar, Um, and creating conversations so that these people really, you're developing relationships with them with a back-and-forth exchange rather than investing in a pay-per-click situation, which you knew was an option, um, you know, because it just, you're, you're really separating the people who you might have business relationships with from people that you're throwing money at that might not have any interest in what you do, correct? Well, that, that's absolutely right. And you also, I think, have to be crystal clear when you do any sort of Internet-based marketing as to who your target audience is. Uh, For example, on Google AdWords, our target audience are the actual prospective clients, people who would need our legal services, people who have assets to protect. On LinkedIn, our target audience are actually other attorneys and other accountants who have clients like that, you know, similar clients that we are looking for, and who would refer those clients to us to do this work. As I said, there are very few attorneys who practice in asset protection, so we are what's called a lawyer's lawyer, meaning that the bulk of the work comes to us from other attorneys because our practice area is so highly 
uh, specialized. So in LinkedIn, uh, for example, the communications that we have with uh, our connections, I think they're called in LinkedIn, uh, have to be at a different level because these other people are professionals. They're lawyers, they're accountants. They have a higher threshold of knowledge uh, than most uh, other people out there about asset protection law. We have to communicate with them in a way that maybe is a little bit more substantive, more technical, you know, give them more information, something that if we give to the public at large, their eyes would glaze over and they would fall asleep because they're looking for a different type of information, for a different type of knowledge. On Facebook, Facebook is, you know, while it is primarily lawyers that we have as fans on our pen page, uh, there are also a lot of people who would, I guess, constitute prospective clients, you know, just lay people, non-attorneys, uh, who are not as knowledgeable about this area of the law, which means that we need to communi- communicate to them at a simpler level uh, to educate them in a way where they will not get bored, you know, keep their interest, but still, you know, make the information useful to them. And really, because of these, you know, different requirements and different levels of communication on these different social media websites, it really does become a time-consuming endeavor. Uh, You are correct, Cindy, that none of this stuff is really difficult. You know, none of this is rocket science. Going on Facebook and writing something on your wall uh, does not require any sort of degree of brilliance. But it does take time. You know, and what is difficult for someone like me, you know, is to take time out of a fairly busy day doing something that's completely unrelated to doing social media marketing, kind of switch my brain, have it going in a completely different direction, and write about the goings-on in the law of asset protection, on the goings-on in our law firm updates and where I'll be teaching, you know, next week and so forth. And And I think that's really what turns off most people about social media marketing. There is no easy way of doing this. There is no way of doing this where it will not be time-consuming because it's all about communi- communicating, and communicating takes time, and you're communicating in writing, right? You have to sit down and with your keyboard and type out words. That takes time. You have to have a coherent thought in your head about what you're going to say. That takes time. And every time you write something, it has to be something different, you know, some fresh idea, different thought. And that's not easy to come up with every single It's not. Time. But I want to ask you a question. You, I know that you've looked into this. And, you know, of course you can hire social media professionals, but it seems in the way that you explain it, particularly when you get to an element of the law specialized like yours, it's probably easier for you to do it yourself at the end of the day, even though it does take time, because you really understand your business better than anybody that you could hire who could handle it for you. Well, yes. Uh, It really depends, again, on the level of communication you're looking for. I believe that if you're looking to reach uh, the end user, the client in our case, then hiring a social media expert, uh, to do this for you should work, and it should work well, um, because the social media expert really just has to have a basic understanding of our business, um, have access to, you know, all, all these things we've written in the past, and be able to pull text uh, from there, pull ideas uh, from there. But if I am communicating with lawyers, and they're asking me 
you know, specific questions about, hey, what do you think about the new estate tax law? Well, obviously, a social media professional, unless they happen to be an expert in estate tax law, is not going to do well answering, you know, the more specific, more technical questions. So, again, you, you need to figure out who is your target demographic on these social media websites. I think for a lot of companies, hiring uh, an expert to do this sort of thing and outsourcing, you know, the use of the time uh, for this to someone else is a fantastic idea. Um, I know that you do this for um, for your clients, um, and, you know, you do this for a living and you do it well. And, uh, you know, for the right client, it, it is absolutely the right thing to do. Again, it, again, it has to, to be the right kind because what's most important is having the ability to build relationships and it, particularly in sophisticated platforms which are more business to business like LinkedIn, um, it doesn't really make sense for a social media um, you know, a social media person to handle this for you because they're not going to be able to answer the questions that you can handle about asset protection. Well, and also, you know, can you really build relationships over the Internet without meeting the person, without, as they say, looking them in the eye uh, and getting their measure? Uh, It's a really difficult thing to do. You know, most lawyers and accountants would not refer their client someone they fought hard to obtain as a client, someone who trusts them and they've been working for a while, to really complete stranger where they know nothing about the person other than through their writings. It certainly does happen, but, you know, the vast majority of the business comes from people you know. And I think that's one of the key advantages of the social media websites. They allow you to communicate and keep in touch with the people you know, people you know well, because... I cannot tell you how many times I've met people or I lectured to people and they came up to me and said, oh, this was a great seminar, let's say, we learned so much, I'm going to refer you business. And, you know, maybe at that point in time they have an absolute intention of doing so. Six months will go by, a year will go by, and they will remember in the back of their head that at some point in time previously they went to an asset protection seminar and it was really good but they cannot remember who taught it and really what it was all about. So when they have a client tomorrow who has a need for asset protection planning, they're going to do a brand-new search. But by you know getting their name at the time of the seminar, putting it in your system, and then systematically, routinely communicating with them, reminding them who you are, not allowing them to forget who you are, I think that's the real critical value, at least for us, of these social media websites. I think that's very true. Well, listen, we're ending this segment. We have one more segment with you and Jacob um, because you are an asset protection expert who really understands and has to understand um, the latest in, you know, what's going on with taxes and, you know, the inside scope and what goes on in a court divorce. I think that that those two might be some good subjects to talk about in the last segment, we can talk about how you wrote an article for the Daily Journal when the McCourt divorce came into the forefront and sort of um, share your intelligence and your point of view. In the meantime, I want everybody to go to MaximumAssetProtection.com if you really do have 
Um, any questions about what Jacob does, I think that you'll find a lot of information there, or you can certainly um, go to the Facebook page, which Jacob talked about through these last three segments, and that's Asset Protection Law. And um, stand by, and we'll be right back after this commercial break with the last segment with Jacob Stein. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not. But she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're in our final segment with Jacob Stein. And for those of you that had not tuned in for the first three segments, you really ought to. Right? This is really a great show, very educational, from a highly esteemed service professional who was kind of skeptical about using social media for business purposes, particularly in this. Um, specialized area of law, and Jacob really outlines his journey, the highlights, you know, what he learned, what works, what doesn't work. So please go back and tune into the beginning of the show. If you had missed it, it will be worth your while. Um, Jacob, you you do a lot of um, offline marketing as well. I know that you have enthusiasm about it. You were very, very excited 
when you wrote an editorial piece for the Daily Journal, um, the Law Trade, about um, what about analyzing the McCourt divorce and what had to be thought about in terms of protecting assets. Of course, it's very much on top of the news yesterday and today that um, Jamie's lawyers want him to settle and sell the Dodgers. But, um, you know, tell us how asset protection plays here in a divorce like this. Well, you know, the court case is actually a very interesting situation, and this is something that, at least in Los Angeles, people have been talking about a lot. For those of you who do not know, the McCourts are the owners of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And initially when Frank McCourt, the husband, bought the L.A. Dodgers, he took on something like $400 million of debt. And uh, there was a lot of doubt whether the team would uh, survive from a financial standpoint. And to protect their real estate, his and his wife, uh, Jamie's real estate, the McCourts decided to make the real estate her separate property and make the Los Angeles Dodgers his separate property. This way, if the Dodgers defaulted on the loans to their lenders, it would be Frank's liability, his personally, uh, and the real estate would not be his asset. It would now belong to Jamie McCourt. So they entered into what's called in California transmutation agreement, which is basically a form of a postnuptial agreement which uh, outlines who is going to own what and who is going to have what type of liabilities. So the L.A. Dodgers became uh, his separate property asset and the real estate became her separate property asset. And this is actually something that is very frequently done for a married couple that is seeking asset protection when one of the spouses is facing some sort of a, a liability or a lawsuit, you know, we do it a lot for our real estate developer clients and people who bought real estate in you know, Florida and what have you. Um, well, what's interesting in the McCord case is at the time they divided up the L.A. Dodgers and the real estate, everyone agreed that it was a fair and somewhat equal division of the assets. Well, that was many years ago. They were afraid at the time that after the division of the assets, the L.A. Dodgers would tank and the real estate that they have would go up in value. Well, as you know, the opposite has happened. The real estate has tanked. The L.A. Dodgers went up in value. And on divorce, and I forget which one of them filed for divorce, Jamie McCourt, the wife who got the real estate, which tanked in value, challenged this transmutation agreement. Uh, What's really interesting about the case is that she challenged the agreement saying that she really did not understand what she was signing. Well, her background is that before she married Frank McCord, she was a family attorney, family law attorney. This is exactly what she did for a living. So how she can say that she did not understand what she was signing, I do not know. But what ended up happening at the end of the day is they found two copies of this transmutation agreement. There, the McCourt's attorney made a mistake. He drafted two different versions of the transmutation agreement. Both were signed. One version said the L.A. Dodgers belonged to Frank McCourt. The other version said that the L.A. Dodgers belonged to both Frank and Jamie McCourt. And this is simply, you know, this is an interesting story, especially in L.A., and this is an example of how you market. 
you know, people love reading about current topics of interest. When this happened, because this really touches on my area of expertise, I contacted the Daily Journal, which is the local legal newspaper, goes out to all the lawyers in Los Angeles County. I wrote an editorial piece for them on the McCord divorce and how these transmutation works and so forth. And they published it. And it was published in the LA Daily Journal and the San Francisco Daily Journal. And we received a lot of phone calls and we received quite a lot of business because of that article. And, you know, I think the point that both Cindy and I are trying to make on today's program is that there is really no wrong way of marketing, right? The name of the game, whether it's through social media marketing, through teaching seminars, publishing articles, or getting out there and networking, is get your name out there. Get people to know who you are, get to know your name, what you do for a living, kind of person you are, and the business will come in. You know, there is really no magic to it. It's just hard work. Get your name out there. It's a lot of hard work, but, you know, if you really enjoy what you do for a living, like I do, if you're passionate about it, then going out there and evangelizing your business should be second nature to you. Don't you think so, Cindy? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that that's what really separates the people who have passion from the people who are dead from the neck up. And when you and I both do business on a daily basis, I think we like to connect ourselves with those that have passion. And, um, you know, we don't mean to be insulting in any way, but you and I have developed a friendship. And um, I think that we have the same strategy. We, You know, you got to skim the passionate from the top and sort of leave the people who are dead from the neck up in the sort of useless category, and we're not, you know, it's not personal. (laughs) (laughs) Now, listen, it's never personal. It's not personal, but as a marketer, you, as a marketer and a business person, you're always looking for two things. You're looking for expertise, and that's really important. You have to have a history of being good at what you do and knowing your business, Um, but you also have to have passion. Because if you're boring to deal with and if you don't seem to have a lot of energy, it doesn't make business, it, you don't ignite and you can't take any kind of business transaction to the next level. So I think that you and I agree with that. And again, this was a fabulous show. Jacob, I want to thank you for your time. One last question. Um, Obama, Obama tax proposal um, in your business because he seems to be um, sort of playing to the Republicans a little bit, was this, uh, you know, how did you feel about this whole recent um, rolling out of current events? I think I feel about this in exactly the same way that most other Americans feel about this. You know, this is business as usual in Washington, D.C. The politicians play their power games, and, you know, we get caught in the tug of war. Everyone knows, I believe, Everyone knows what is the right thing to do. We're in a down economy. You do not raise taxes in a down economy. You know, this is the time when you should prioritize private individuals and private businesses over the needs of the federal government. Uh, And everyone understands it. But, uh, you know, politics is politics, and you really have to kind of keep it separate from what's right, what's wrong, and uh, what we would have wanted and we would have liked to see uh, you know, for 10 years, uh, we had the Bush tax cuts in place. 10 years, Congress had uh, time to finalize these tax cuts in some way, either to repeal them, to extend them, to make them permanent, to make the state tax repealed permanent. 10 years, 
for 10 years, they kept putting it off, putting it off, until now when there are, you know, literally 20 days left or so, um, and they are scrambling to try to find some resolution. Well, you know, Congress should not procrastinate. That is not their job. Well, listen, thank you for that, Jacob. And again, um, you've been a great guest. Thank you for your time. Jacob Stein, MaximumAssetProtection.com. See you at the office, and everybody have a great weekend. Bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. Bye,